playing this lovely violin that I was personally given by my dear friend Antonio Stradivari. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Stradivari wouldn't give you a violin if you were that bad. <laughs> Brother Nero, <laughs> I knew you'd come. <laughs> this match we're about to have will be your true Armageddon. Prepare for your deletion. <laughs> we really, really did not get that perfect minute this time. <laughs> I think in a way we did. Hello, and welcome of the Big Match Minute. This is a show where we take wrestling matches that we like for some reason and we break them down minute by minute. Uh, I'm Diet Coke. And I'm Lilith. Uh, and we are joined once again by our special guest from last week. Kat, go ahead and say hello. And this time I didn't do it weird. <laughs> yeah, you avoided that. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Hello, and thank you for not doing it weird. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did we say what minute, which minute we were talking about last week? It just occurs. Probably to me. not. Probably not. Uh, well, we're on minute eight this week, so if you were I mean, confused okay, last but the week, the minute that you watch is in the title of the episode, right? That's uh, true. It's but... the subtitle of the episode. Yeah, I don't want to make people have to, to take you, out you their probably phone. Don't need you know? to remind them. <laughs> Whatever. They're listening in order, right? I assume so. <laughs> Otherwise, the match isn't going to make sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that'd be a wild thing to listen to podcasts on shuffle, especially like this. Yeah, right, right. We're we're you know like any great uh uh serialized podcast. You know, this is meant to be taken in in order. Then again, I don't know that people are necessarily uh following the the action of the match solely yeah. by our podcast. You know, it'd be a pretty fucking difficult thing to do if they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I yeah I watched I, I watched the final deletion. It took like a year. But... <laughs> that is my experience. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. I don't know if we actually we've actually mentioned this. Um, minute by minute, this is Diet Coke's first time watching the final deletion. Oh my god. Diet Coke <laughs> doesn't even know what's coming. Yeah, I don't know how this ends. I don't know what happens next. <laughs> Very exciting for me. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a way to take it a batch. Um... Yeah, especially one that's like as heavily referenced as this one. Right, right. Yeah, it is a uh, it is a piece of, you know. But I mean, to be fair, that is the same way that I've taken in Dunstan Checks In. Uh, in that I've... <laughs> I've watched the, what, three minutes that I've had to watch for Diet Coke's podcast. Three minutes too many, and I'm once again sorry for making you do that. <laughs> okay, so what that is movie? this Dunstan podcast? I had a podcast about the movie Dunstan Checks In, and it was, uh, and that that is why I'm uniquely, quali- uniquely qualified to be an advocate to say, friends, family, don't watch Dunstan Checks In. It's a bad movie. <laughs> 
Now hold hold on hold on hold on. I remember liking that movie when I was a dumb idiot child. So did I. Yeah. That's a it's a movie for dumb idiot children only. <laughs> And uh, it's definitely not made any more pleasant by watching it minute by minute. Certainly um, not. But that podcast did give me the excuse to watch in order, I believe, Fast and Furious 6, Punisher Warzone, and the first Mighty Ducks movie. That so sounds right. that was good. <laughs> yeah, we also talked about other movies on that podcast because we needed yeah. to talk about things that weren't Dunstan checks in for our, for our safety. <laughs> anyway. Fuck that podcast. That podcast yeah. is well, done. Hey. <laughs> fuck that movie. <laughs> sure, no, fuck that movie. <laughs> and you can you can say fuck you to me all you want, but I I gotta I got my my good friend Andrew Lindy. I gotta defend his honor. Dustin Checks Mid was a good podcast. Thank I'll you. stick up for it. It is a lot more pleasant than the movie Dunstan Checks In. Uh, but fuck that. Let's talk about this minute because it's quite a minute. I'll say. Yeah, this yeah. is a great minute, I'll say. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna regurgitate my, my catchphrase from the show I did before Dunstan Checks Men and say this is a great minute. Mm-hmm. That show is technically officially called the official Dunstan Checks in podcast, by the way. Oh, that's right. I don't know what we keep talking about referring to it as <laughs> Dunstan Checks Men. These yes. are all extremely deep cut references for nobody. <laughs> Apologies to Kat, who I'm sure has no idea what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, the minute opens up, Matt has his violin in hand. Yes. And he says, play this lovely violin that I was personally given by my good friend, Antonio Stradivari. So Which... good. <laughs> if I, I, you heard, I mean, the listener heard my, my reaction to that moment. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I could have stood up and clapped, I would have, though. <laughs> It's it's such a good little bit of I don't think that they had really introduced that this, you know, th- this new Matt this, Hardy this essence. Was, yeah, was now he was like some kind of immortal essence that had actually been around for thousands of years. <laughs> yeah, but not quite as long as Damascus. That's such a good little bit of like, that's how you drop world building right mm-hmm. there, you that's know? True. Yeah, (laughs) it's weird because it is a good bit of world building, but it also has like a a, like the the cadence of a kid on a uh, like on a playground (laughs) who's saying like Tony Hawk gave me this skateboard. Yeah, (laughs) it's a very my uncle works for Nintendo statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, (laughs) he got to let us know that this was personally given to him by his good friend, Antonio Stradivari, who has been dead for like 200 years. (laughs) (laughs) He died in 1737. Okay, a little more than 200. It's also hard to reconcile the fact that this is the second half of a sentence we heard at the end of the last minute. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yes, know what, is. like, because when you do a minute by minute podcast like this, everybody who says to one of these podcasts knows you lose like half a second of audio in yeah. at the in between. You know, it falls into the the seam, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I really don't know how the hell we got from what he was saying at the end of the last minute to this. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad we're here now. Maybe it was, now I must summon the evil Enigma by playing oh, this okay. lovely violin. Give it to me, my friend Antonio Stradivari, of course. Yes. 
Yes, yes, of course. So is the evil Enigma brother Nero? Yeah. I would assume so. Well, yeah, because... Because he's the Enigma. The the charismatic Enigma, that's like one of his things, right? It's true. Oh, right, because he's got all the question marks that he paints on his face, so he looks like some sort of Lichtenstein art. (laughs) Lichtenstein Riddler? Or, yeah, Uh, like a shitty punk reboot of the Riddler. Riddler. (laughs) Actually, okay, the pop art Riddler is a pretty good character. (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 copyright that one uh mail this podcast recording to yourself and uh <laughs> i am going to use that for when we eventually play masks on tricks with dice oh there you go there you go so matt plays this little violin sting that is you know it's it's i like it it's obviously you know just some kind of like clip that they found um and licensed i would imagine maybe they licensed it um, i don't know maybe they went to like free sound and then jeff shows up um on a four-wheeler which mm-hmm. i was surprised by because um as longtime listeners of this podcast will remember uh jeff spent a lot of time on a dirt bike yeah in an earlier minute running away or chasing after vanguard one running away from some other drones but i guess you know He's rich. He lives on a big property. He's got a couple little all-terrain vehicles. Mm. When Jeff approaches on this four-wheeler through some fog, the music that is playing at the time, it feels like Batman is showing up. (laughs) Yeah. Did anybody else get that? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) It's very like, again, I mean, like, we're kind of delving into this, like, uncanny Gotham-esque territory. Mm-hmm. of Matt Hardy's weird rogues gallery persona. Like, I feel like you could make... What what, what essence is he on here? Uh, Zenith? I think Z- so. Zenith could what? be a very good Batman villain. Absolutely. Sorry, what's Zenith? So, <laughs> this is gonna be a doozy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Kat, I, 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 Kat, you're gonna know this stuff better so (laughs) okay so um one of the ways that matt hardy has characterized broken matt is that broken matt has been made more powerful and more intelligent because he's gained access to a bigger part of his brain by being inhabited by an essence that has lived for thousands of years called zenith Mm-hmm. Okay. Zenith has been friends with a lot of historical figures as well. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. an improbable amount of historical figures mm-hmm. and in very disparate areas concurrently. Yeah. Which is one of the observations I made. It's, it's a very it's very Star Trek. <laughs> a little bit. Um yeah. Zenith recently, and by recently I mean in like March of last year, was I believe killed off on an episode of BTE and okay. replaced with a new essence named Damascus. Okay. Right. Okay. Because sure. he needed that strength to defeat the whole of the ass who is Chris Jericho. That makes sense. Yet yeah. Chris Jericho is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And wasn't 
Kerrigan is the essence that took over during the WWE years. Do I remember that correctly? <laughs> oh, God. So- you are asking the wrong person. I have not paid attention to anything WWE has done. This is his sort of way to reconcile all of the characters. I think. <laughs> like, like I, I kind of love that. <laughs> I watched WWE for a brief period in 2018 uh-huh. when... Nakamura won the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, we all thought it might be good then. <laughs> yeah, we all thought it might be good for that brief window. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then the nut shots heard around the world. Yep, uh-huh. and then Dick Puncher Nakamura. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That said, that did lead to my favorite Shinsuke Nakamura moment in WWE, which is where he, after clearly having spoken very proficient English mm-hmm. to the interviewer, after he's asked a question he doesn't want to answer, he says, sorry, no speak English. Yeah, yeah, that and was like, excellent. That was excellent. <laughs> that rolled. That rolled. I love Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke's great. Um, <laughs> like, if I were to go back to WWE ever, which I won't because I have ethics, mm-hmm. um, it would be for Nakamura, for Sami Zayn, for Kevin Owens, and yeah. not for Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to be watching Royal Rumble this weekend um, because they never skip the Rumble. Um, I'm down to pretty much. I mean, I'm probably not even going to watch Mania this year. Like last year, it was just the Rumble and Mania. And I think that was pretty much it. Yeah, this is a conversation we should have because we did say previous. We did make previous statements to each other. About uh, what if the mania came to Los Angeles? Oh, if mania comes to Los Angeles, which I think has now been pushed back to 2023. 2023. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going, but we're like, maybe we'll catch mania, but like, we're going to be watching all the indie shit. Like, cool. I mean, I'm going to be there for the indie shows. There's very yeah. good reason to go to WrestleMania. Yeah. And without going to WrestleMania, <laughs> WrestleMania is not the reason to go. Like, yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, like, there was supposed just go for Effie's big gay brunch. Right, right. Oh god. The 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 WrestleMania weekend that we like we got some of the collective. We did still get a different collective though, because like Cassandra wouldn't have been able to have that yeah. match against um Sunny Kiss if mm-hmm. it wasn't at the collective rather than WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. It's like has AEW ever had to put their weekly shows or their like, you know, talent up against WrestleMania in any meaningful mm-hmm. way? No. What does AEW do at that point, you know? So it's mm-hmm. it's an interesting thing that'll come about, I guess, once WrestleMania happens to be allowed to have people in attendance again, which who knows I'm when. I'm going to say yeah, 2022 probably. Hopefully. Anyway, did we discuss the fog? No. The John Carpenter film? <laughs> no, but when Jeff comes up on the four-wheeler, there's fog. Yeah. Which has not like it hasn't been in any previous shots, doesn't really show up all that much after <laughs> I, this. I think that's fine. I think that's good actually. It's a bit of drama, you know. <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of t- it's his Batman. It's it's like it, it becomes a Tim Burton Batman movie for a second mm-hmm, when Jeff mm-hmm. Hardy enters and I kind of love that. 
including, you know, kind of going with the specifically Tim Burton feel. Actually, I don't even know if it, it's been a long time since I watched a Tim Burton movie because I don't like Tim Burton very much. Yeah, um, seems like a bad guy. When Jeff Hardy actually climbs up the ropes, the editing gets so weird. There's like four different shots of him climbing the apron. So I, yeah. I noted that like this. Yeah. There was a I, I wrote down the WWE jump cut syndrome is really bad there. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really weird. It's almost like, you know, because in the previous minute, they just showed the referee like they they would just, you know, they would cut out whole sections of the referee getting into the ring. And, you know, it was all kind of one shot, but there was just kind of linearly kind of smashed together. But like for Jeff getting into the ring, we needed to make sure we need four different shots, different angles and get every single moment of it. We all very strange. Um, So I have one other note because we're about to get to I assume we're about to get to what I think is the funniest moment Mm -hmm. in this minute. And definitely the funniest moment of the two minutes that I have watched today. Kudos to Jeff for being able to play this whole like bit completely straight. Because yeah. I know I would not have been able to take like if if I went somewhere and my brother was calling me weird names and saying he was an ancient being and playing a violin, claiming <laughs> that he was given by Stradivarius, I would it'd be like, what the fuck. yeah yeah it'd be a little difficult to commit (laughs) i mean like always commit to the bit but sometimes you gotta pause and be like hey is this bit healthy (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that that's not how i live my life (laughs) no it is not um i've been calling you diet coke in public for like a year now That's something that me and Matt Hardy understand. You gotta <laughs> commit to the bit. <laughs> is, is Diet Coke your essence that has possessed your body with <laughs> hundreds of years of sugar-free knowledge? Hundreds of years and zeros of calories. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hundreds of years and grams of aspartame. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I feel. I just feel that Diet Coke is a name that is representative of my of my personality, which is effervescent delicious and give rats cancer that's my personality (laughs) okay but have you considered the fact that trump had a literal diet coke button in the white house (laughs) and it never summoned you (laughs) (laughs) that's been a real rough time for 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 me for my brand online um i will i will say and i've said this off the record in private chats Mm -hmm. and i won't announce who agreed with me but i but i'll just say it I listen. He's a terrible man. I think he should die. The Diet Coke button is cool as fuck. The Diet Coke button is cool as hell. Like I'm sorry, he's a shitty, shitty dude. I hope he on his own shit and goes straight to hell. Yeah, but it's yeah. having a button you can press, and then someone shows up with a Diet Coke is fucking cool. No, it's 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 very good. But I mean, like, I don't know if you saw like towards the beginning of 2016 or like the uh, mid 2017 or something like that buzzfeed put out a video where uh keith from the try guys and someone else i forget her name had to eat a trump diet for a day oh no <laughs> and they couldn't do it 
because yeah. it was just non-stop Diet Cokes and, like, no water. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, they, I swear to God, they, they, they had, like, eight Diet Cokes in a day. Oh, that that's, like, I love Diet Coke so much, both my best friend and also <laughs> the drink. But that sounds like a bit much. <laughs> like... I mean, I, I could see myself living that way in high school. <laughs> Cer- certainly not today, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like your adult body that has yeah. consequences. <laughs> yeah, maybe I could see myself doing like three cans of Fresca in a day. Oh, the the worst part was that he would eat the cheese and toppings off of a pizza, but not the bread because he didn't want the carbs. Carbs, yeah. Oh see, here's the thing. Again, if we divorce us from the man, I know of I know plenty of, of just little idiot gays who are too online who have that exact diet. Yeah, like it's not. I don't know. <laughs> I, okay, I, it, yeah, no, uh, I mean, like I'm not here to judge. I just I would like a little bit more variety in my diet. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. I I don't think anyone's arguing that this is a healthy way to live. I just I don't I don't think it's uniquely a Trump thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Well, what we can all agree on is that he should look at his own and die. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that that is true. <laughs> and uh, and that we'd re- we would all really like to see Nick Gage carve his face up with a broken light tube. Yes, absolutely. 100%. But anyway, what I lo- okay, Brother Nero, I knew you'd come. <laughs> he says, he says it in such a weird way. And it's also so... It's unlike anything we've heard from him so far in this show. Uh-huh. Yeah. The final deletion. Yep. It's such a departure from the established broken Matt Hardy character that we've come to know and love. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's he, he goes into like this deeply like Matt Hardy, good old boy from North Carolina voice. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's it's distinctly Southern in a way that he has not been up until now. Right, like mm-hmm. it, broken Matt is very like grandiose and like received pronunciation and he's like brother nero i knew you'd come <laughs> which i i i'd like it's it's a nice little bit you know it's a, it it grounds it a little bit to remind you that hey these are just two brothers from north carolina who are about to beat the shit out of each other uh it it it, it kind of dips into uh notable other shithead like Kevin Spacey on um on, on my cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Claire. Like that kind of thing. It's so fucked. It's so fucked up that it took him being outed as a fucking creep for mm-hmm. people to for mainstream audiences to realize how bad that performance was. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw that before the general public knew things about Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is everybody talking about when they Evil talk about how a leghorn is taking over the White House? <laughs> yeah. We need to talk about this this idea that the general public didn't know Kevin Spacey was a creep. Because I always was under the impression that everyone knew Kevin Spacey was a creep. And he just didn't get canceled. It seemed like it was a bit of an open secret in Hollywood. Oh, I didn't. I mean, I I didn't like. Yeah. I wasn't. I was never a huge Kevin Spacey fan. So I just. I wasn't something that I looked into. But I just knew it was like, yeah, he's an actor who's in things sometimes. I didn't mm-hmm. know that about him. Also, did spend a lot of time watching Hulu's Difficult People because I'm a terrible person and I liked Difficult mm-hmm. People, which is basically 
the app description that I can come up with is gay Seinfeld. Yeah, okay. I, I've seen a couple episodes. I, I, I have no read. I didn't dislike it. They're extremely critical of Kevin Spacey for the entire run of the show. I watched it after uh, news had come out about Kevin after he was canceled. There's also a trans woman on that show. She's a very talented actress and mm. plays her character incredibly hilariously. I had heard that. That's why I started watching, but I, d- I never made it to her. <laughs> she's in like season three. Yeah. Um, she's a 9-11 truther and conspiracy theorist. Oh, this! I, it, what's her number? This sounds like my kind of person. <laughs> Difficult people was the first time I heard the phrase "traniversary." It's, a, it's an interesting. I always prefer HRT miss, but uh, it's it's all fun to me. I love sure. traniversary. I, I like anything that's gonna make cis people a little uncomfortable, though. Yeah, that's always good. I also this is just a little fun fact about me. Mine is Halloween. Which is always like really yeah, cool. That rules so <laughs> that hard. That is cool. <laughs> Mine is equally on brand for me, if you know me, because it's Seven um, Eleven. <laughs> which, of course, you love because it's the day after your best friend's birthday. Yes, and not because I'm some sort of weird convenience store rat that likes to just yeah. <laughs> hang out amongst the amongst the chip bags. Uh-huh. Amongst the chip bags, just watching those hot dog rollers. <laughs> yeah. um, my HRT day, uh-huh. HRT miss, anniversary, whatever you want to call it, was one year after the Kofifi tweet. Wow. Oh, interesting. So that's the closest thing I have to a holiday or important <laughs> yeah. milestone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to say, I think I would have forgotten mine by now if it wasn't ha- uh, Halloween because it's been six years and that's what my brain is like. Yeah, I think I would have forgotten mine too. I only know because I keep track of some of my friends and uh, my oh, friend yeah. Kaylee it has her HRT anniversary literally one year before mine. So on the day of the Kofi tweet? On the day of the Kofi tweet. <laughs> as it will be remembered and <laughs> turned into a national holiday. Hopefully yeah. there will be some memorial statues. <laughs> I, like, I don't know what he was trying with. We've talked a lot about Trump this episode. We yeah, have. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of, you know, what's the, what's the monster is, I guess he's not dead, but like he's a little gone. So yeah. like, it's it feels a little safer yeah (laughs) (laughs) i do i guess i don't know i guess i should be warning against us right now i feel like people in general are acting like he's fully gone in a way that i i is really troubling to me frankly but no uh, i yeah 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 but anyway i really i i want to say that i love the shot of like matt like with his face in the foreground like it's such a good shot absolute maniac and refusing to turn around while <laughs> yeah. delivering his lines to jeff <laughs> and jeff the whole time is just like this fucking asshole this idiot <laughs> like just shaking his head at him <laughs> i really love yeah jeff not only plays it straight but plays it like 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 his 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 older brother is doing some weird like cosplay adventures and Bob is making him like, <laughs> yeah. like play along. Like he's just fed up with his bu- like extremely fed up with his bullshit. Yeah. Now yeah. Jeffrey, you go play with Matthew. He's got a very creative brain. 
He's so weird, Mom. He's so I don't care weird. how weird he is. You've got to play with your brother. He keeps talking about how he's friends with Antonio Stradivari. It's so weird. You gave him that violin for his birthday. Why don't you say something? Look, honey. Look, Jeff, honey. If if. If Maddie wants to pretend the violin is from Stradivarius, then he can pretend it's from Stradivarius. It's just pretend. What's the harm? He also said he's going to kill me. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, don't be such a tall tale teller. Do you believe the violin's from Stradivarius, too? <laughs> I'm sorry I turned this into an improv podcast. I love it. I love it. No, this is good. <laughs> Where even are we in the minute? <laughs> Brother Nero, I knew you'd come. This match we're about to have will be your true Armageddon. Prepare for your deletion. <laughs> and then... And then Aerosmith starts playing. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> The weirdest music cue in the world starts playing as the the like drone cam is giving us a cool little uh uh pan across uh I guess like a tracking shot around the ring. Oh, speaking of weird music cues, we didn't even talk about how like the violin that Matt is supposedly playing for real does like a record scratch fade out <laughs> when Jeff arrives. It, it like reverses the violin when Jeff shows up. Yeah, yeah, Which but the violin weird. that like that Matt Hardy is supposedly playing for like he still plays along with what we're supposedly hearing which mm -hmm. is an impossible sound for a violin to produce right except that it's not because matt hardy has access to 100 percent of, of his brain thanks to zenith <laughs> yeah yeah Daddy Coke, it kind of seems like you forgot that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you'd like, I could cut God. this part of the podcast out. I so forgot what things are possible stupid. when you have access to 100% of your brain. Yeah. yeah. I want to see the uh, Lucy Limitless Matt Hardy crossover. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Give me that pill. I need that pill. No, now we're just doing bits from other podcasts. <laughs> okay. Aerosmith fades in. As Matt and Jeff are squaring up in the ring, and then we get a fade to black, which I assume was just like an impact commercial break. Yeah, it was yeah. almost assuredly a commercial break. <laughs> yeah, I am wondering how this was presented originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it comes back to a completely different color grading and lighting. We also see Jeff Hardy enter the ring again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like a completely different ring, different time of night. I don't know what the fuck happened. Somebody just <laughs> yeah. tripped over the settings on the camera. But it looks like shit now. Well, that's like we talked about in the previous minute how it would cut between different color gradings in between shots back and forth yeah, when he it, was burning down the, the field. But that was at least, you know, that was two shots that were taking place like time wise at the same time, I guess. Yeah, that makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But like this is so much more different. It, <laughs> like the 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 ring is so much less bright it's so much yeah. less warm like ah it's just it's incredible but that is the end of the minute uh we kind of just see them squaring up again uh to fight i guess 
it's yeah. very like primetime drama in the mm-hmm. way that they cut yeah. back in. Like it's something that like I'm trying to think of like a show that I would give it as like, an example. That lost, lost did that a lot, where it would be it would be sunset, it would be pretty bright sunset, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then a commercial would happen, and then they'd be seconds later in the scene, but it would be pitch blackout. Yeah, that was a bit. That was a signature Lost move. That's explicable given that Lost has that weird, you know, not Lost is the island is just purgatory, so time happens different. Okay, don't get me fucked. Like, Sorry, please not talk about Lost. <laughs> you, I listen, Cat. I know, I know you don't know, but if you get Diet Coke started, this podcast is gonna go down the toilet. Like, I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to delete my Pinecast account if we get Diet Coke started about Lost. I okay. still can't believe that I correctly guessed the time slot of Lost in a previous episode of this yeah. very podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a show that's been off the air for what like f- more than 10 years yes. uh no 10 years uh, i believe it ended in 2011 so like, okay. 10 years on the dot all right, all right. Oh my well God. No, okay the, the the comparison i made was mm-hmm. like law and order or csi yeah that's a very good comparison did have a really depressed summer where i watched all of law and order svu but i don't remember anything from it so um i can't talk about that at length thank god (laughs) i my ex made me watch so much svu it's a it's a bad television show it's so bad don't do cishet relationships don't no it's a mistake Um, yeah yeah don't have uh depressing unemployed summers in a shitty little weed apartment but i've never seen svu so yeah yeah. i got it right suckers svu sucks in a way that's unique Mm -hmm. because it sucks because it's so repetitively traumatizing for anyone who's ever undergone sexual assault Mm mm-hmm and then also they tried to do a Gamergate episode. Yeah. I remember seeing screenshots of that when it happened. But then but then Ice T just kind of keeps pulling you back in because he's always fun. Oh, I could watch that man act for days. <laughs> I have seen a, an Ice T supercut. Um now. Hmm. Hmm. Diet Coke, if you want to help me with a plugs joke, I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, in college, I had a roommate who, because he was bored, used to take two uh, raw strips of wire and stick it into an electrical outlet and shock himself. He definitely didn't have a weird name for it, but I can pretend he called it plugging. <laughs> okay, Kat, do you have any plugs? <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> we technically made it over the finish line, and that's what yeah. counts. Yeah, yeah. As long as we get there. Um, do I have any plugs? Yes. You can find me and all of the podcasts that I produce over on my Twitter at Kat Selesnia. That's K-A-T-S-L-E-S-N-Y-A. There you will find my link tree or card or whatever I have that has all the links to everything that I do. I make podcasts for So Says Media. You can find all of those at sosays.ca. 
Um, the three podcasts that I host are Unsound Theories, where we watch movies with no sound and no subtitles, and then try to figure out what's going on. That's incredible. I'd never... Okay, I gotta check out that show. <laughs> um, I also host, produce, edit, and GM for Chicks with Dice, a all-trans actual play podcast, which Lilith will be on for the public release of our February Patreon episode in March. It's a real good episode. And I am the co-host and Rudo on a wrestling podcast slash live stream, Marking Out With My Girlfriend, which is streamed bi-weekly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash so says media. That's S-O-S-E-S media. What else do I want to plug? I, I, I also want to plug Camp Leapfrog. You should watch Camp Leapfrog. Um, it's a it's a wrestling promo, right? Yes, they're yeah. all of the uh, Chikara kids basically mm-hmm. um, started their kind of started their own promotion, more or less. I think the person who specifically started started it was Chris Levin, aka mm-hmm. Kid Referee. Check out Camp Leapfrog. So, Cat, you make a lot of podcasts, and yeah, I do. Um, there's um. You know, there's kind of a thing in, in podcasts where like, you know, you're signing off. There's like a fun sign off phrase to let everybody, you know, it, it, it has a like powerful psychological effect. I feel like to let everybody know like, hey, the episode's done. Um, you know, there's kind of a it's almost like a, you know, you know, to to, to quote the great George fucking Lucas. Uh, it, it's like it's like poetry. It rhymes. Right. It, it's um, sort of like how at the end of every New Japan show, Kenny Omega would do his whole goodbye Good night, bang thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, we don't have that because my co-host is a f- obstinate cunt. That's correct. Do you have any ideas of what we could do? No. No.